was open to unload when this defendant, Christopher Chambers, made the reckless choice to pass those cars at 79 miles per hour, causing a crash that killed his passenger, Barbie Wright. This all happened on Sherman Avenue in a residential area where the speed limit is 35 miles per hour. Sherman Hines Trailer Park is mere feet from the shoulders of the road where this defendant crashed his car. Angela McDonald had picked her girls up from school that day and had gone home to her parents' house. She left the front door open while she went inside to move some things around because her kids were playing in the front yard. She will tell you that as she was moving things around inside the house, she had stopped to take a break right at the, the kitchen living room, had a direct view out her parents' front door, when the speed that this defendant was going caught her attention. She looked up, she saw his car drive by, and then she heard the crash. She will tell you it happened so fast that if she blinked, she would have missed it. She immediately ran out the front door, called for her girls to make sure they were okay, and then approached the car. As she was getting closer to the car, she was checking to see if anything was leaking. When she determined that it was safe to approach, that's what she did to check on the people inside. She went to the passenger side first. All she could see was a hand. And she determined there was no way, based on the amount of damage to the car, to get in to get to the person. So she ran around to the driver's side where she heard this defendant moaning and groaning. So she knew he was alive. So she went back to the passenger side. She kept talking to him, telling him it would be okay. She had her mom call 911, and she waited with them until emergency personnel arrived. You're going to hear from Lieutenant Chad King with the Bay County Sheriff's Office that when he arrived on scene, he saw a school bus full of kids. He saw cars stopped, waiting for traffic, blocked by the crash, and he saw people who had come out to see what was happening in their neighborhood. Lieutenant King offered crowd control. He assisted the EMTs, he assisted the firefighters in blocking off the area and letting the school bus go ahead and pass on so they could continue on their route and letting the other traffic start moving again to clear out the area. Joseph Brown is that school bus driver. He stopped his kids from getting off that bus when this defendant came barreling down the road straight at them. He will tell you he had pulled up, his yellow flashers were going 200, 300 feet before he stopped, his red lights were on, his stop sign was out, the arm bar was down. Traffic in front of him had stopped, traffic behind him had stopped. He turned around to check the kids who were standing up to get off the bus at that stop. And when he turned back, facing northbound, he saw this defendant's car coming straight at him. He told the kids, stop, sit down, and he prepared for impact. Kevin French, with the Bay County Emergency Medical Services, arrived shortly after Lieutenant King, and he assisted the firefighters in using the jaws of life to get the defendant and the passenger out of the car. 
He will tell you he approached the car on the passenger side, but it was upside down, and he saw a hand. And what he noticed about that hand was that it was female, and that there was a, a stream of blood dripping off of it. He determined he couldn't reach the passenger from that side, so he went around to the driver's side. The firefighter and Kevin French heard the passenger talking, or heard the driver talking, decided we're going to go ahead and get him out. They used the jaws of life, opened the door, they pulled the driver from the car, and then Kevin French wedges himself into the car, reaches to check onto the passenger. He's looking for a pulse. There isn't one. And he noticed that the blood had stopped dripping from her fingers. It seemed a traffic homicide at that point. They call in the Florida Highway Patrol. You'll hear from Corporal Sam Ellis with the Florida Highway Patrol, and you'll hear from Corporal Dallas Jones with the Florida Highway Patrol. They are both traffic homicide investigators. Corporal Ellis and Corporal Jones were partners at the time, and they worked that crash together. Corporal Ellis is going to tell you what he saw when he arrived that day, how they walked the scene, how they determined path of travel, and he's going to let you know that he took photographs to document what they were saying. Corporal Jones was the lead investigator on this case. And he's going to tell you that with his 20 years experience with the Florida Highway Patrol, he's worked thousands of traffic crashes. Almost two-thirds of his career was spent working on Interstate 10. And that this, based on his training and experience, was a high-speed traffic crash. He determined that this defendant's reckless actions were likely to cause, and in fact did cause, the death of someone when he decided to go 79 miles an hour around stopped traffic waiting on a school bus in a residential area. Dr. Sam Radke with the medical examiner's office retrieved the victim, Barbie Wright, into his care shortly after the crash on April 8, 2016. He performed her autopsy. He's going to tell you that Barbie Wright, her manner of death was blunt force trauma. He's going to walk you step by step through what he did in performing his autopsy and how he reached those conclusions. After you've heard all of the testimony and you've seen all of the evidence, I'm going to have a chance to come back before you and I'm going to ask that you return the only verdict that justice demands in this case, and that is fine. This defendant, Christopher Chambers, guilty as charged of vehicular homicide for his reckless operation of his car that led to the death of the car we Thank you.